Hey, so I've decided to do the midnight readings again, at least the first book. So if you haven't read up to now or listened up to now, this is the chapter three. But to give you a brief summary or per se, um, the main lead is going to head to the crime scene right now. And as for the intimate details of the crime scene, we're just really uncovering them. So just listen on if you're interested. And if you're really interested, you can listen to the past two chapters a little further down. Chapter three, Julian two. Around Nanping Road, there was a morning rush hour disaster area. The congestion lasted from 6.30 to 10. All over the road, high-level, white-collar workers heading towards the East District's commercial center met and clashed with disorderly droves of motorbikers. If a public bus had happened along and inserted itself into the fray, it might have manufactured the death trap of the century. The roads in the West District were laid out especially intricately, some wide, some narrow, all jigsawed together. It was common practice among the local inhabitants to put up a mess of private construction. Man-made dead ends were everywhere. Motor vehicles that had mistakenly wandered in were like little bugs caught in a spider's web. They had to struggle for their lives, charging left and dodging right and if they wanted to see the light of day again. Lao Weng Zhao stuck his head out of a car window and gave a blast on his siren. He yelled, Handsome, we're conducting official business and can't get through. Could I trouble you to shift that price deed at your gate? At this, an old man came out of the yard of the single-story house besides the car flattened his lips and looked at Lao Wing Zhao, then totterly pushed a motor mobility scooter into the yard. On the left side of the mobility scooter was a sticker reading, quote, especially for picking up my grandson, quote, on the right reading, the angrier you are, the slower I'll be. But as it moved along, a bark came from it. Lao Wing Zhao raised his glass sunglasses from his nose bridge in surprise and looked down. A large yellow dog leapt out from behind the scooter. The, yellow, the big yellow dog sauntered up beside the police car, exchanged a glance with him, then brazenly lifted its back leg at the car's wheel. Lao Wing Zhao whistled at it. Piss, little darling, he said kindly. When you're done, I'll cut off your little wheelie and... <laughs> Why can't I say that right? When you're done, I'll cut off your little willy, cook it into a pancake and eat it. This method of eating was simply truly novel. The, ye- the big yellow dog had never heard of such a thing. It was struck with awe on the spot by Officer Lau's veteran hooligan attitude. Let out a howl and decamped with its tails with its tail between its legs. Lan Kuo blocked her face with her tablet. Chief Lau, 
Have you noticed um, there's an unmarried young lady in the backseat? They've sent over what they currently have from the sub-bureau. Lady comrade, please pick out the objective facts and summarize them for me. Lao Wing Zhao slowly pushed the car out of the cleared out narrow alley. Ignore the subjective and groundless parts. That bastard, Wang Hong Lang, is a bootlicker. The flower market district subbureau is rotten from the top down. It's all questionable goods. Okay. The victim's name is He Zong Yi. Male, 18 years old, a worker from out of town. He was employed as a delivery man for a coffee shop chain. There are indentations on the body's necks. Cause of death is asphyxiation. I, I should have looked this up. Asphyxiation. As asphyxiation, asphyxiation. <laughs> he was strangled. The preliminary conjecture is that the murder weapon was something like a piece of cloth. Time of death was between 8 p.m. and midnight. We have to wait for the medical examiner to get further before we can get concrete determinations about the circumstance. Oh, right. The, the body was discovered not far from the legal shared rental the victim lived in, so his identity was confirmed quickly. Lao Wing Zhao was a very accomplished driver, boring his way through the peril-ridden alley with hardly a millimeter's clearance. He had... He still had attention to spare to interrupt and ask, Where did the rumors concerning the looting and strangling gang come from? Apparently, the victim was picked clean. His phone is gone and his wallet was emptied and tossed aside. There's Though there's no saying whether it was the murderer who did it. Lan Kuo quickly skimmed the email. Right. Person who reported the case said there was a piece of paper covering the body's face with a strip of glue on it. It was stuck to the victim's hair. The character money was written on it. Tao Ren turned off the GPS. Turn right ahead and we'll be there. Okay. Lao Wen Zhao knocked on the steering wheel. This case is staying with the sub bureau. It won't be transferred to the city bureau. Do you know what we've come here to do? Uh, to guide and supervise? Do you know what kind of people guided and supervised in the past? Said Lao Wing Zhao. Suddenly seeing the lights, Lang Guao said, Court units! <laughs> Tao Ren turned around in the passenger seat to stare at her. Are all young ladies in your village so high-minded? <laughs> Lao Wang Zhao grimaced as though his teeth hurt. Go on, I'm being serious here. Director Zhang is going to retire in a few years. Most of the deputy directors are about in step with them. The remainder either have an inadequate service record or like Director Kang. Zhang, Zhang, Zhang. Saying, keeping their heads buried in technical details and not paying attention to anyone. So when the time comes, 
It's likely people will be pushed out from all the sub-bureaus. Bao Wing Zhao avoided a heap of garbage spread by the roadside. He lowered his voice. The old director general wants to take that bit of goods, Wang Hung Lao, down on his watch, so in the future, the city bureau doesn't end up in the grip of a mere wine sack and food bag. Do you understand our main task? The police car had already turned at the intersection. This was a very bleak piece of empty ground squeezed between an out-modded apartment building without private kitchens or toilets or a crowd of jagged single-story houses. It was right behind a little warehouse built by the locals. It was weed-choked and deserted, with water pooling in the corners that gave off a lingering and unusual stench. The police wars had surrounded the scene. Medical examiners bustled in and out investigating. Wang Hong Lao, the head of the flower market district sub-bureau, had come himself on purpose to oversee the scene in order to wait for Lao Wing Zhao and the others. He was a middle-aged man, balding to the point that it had spread to his face. His anxious brows were so sparse, their shape was almost indistinguishable. Warm sweat was trickling down his forehead. He personally welcomed Lao Wing Zhao, grabbing his hand and shaking it up and down three times. I've disturbed the city's borough's leaders and even made some of you come all this way out here. I feel very sorry. Lao Wing Zhao smiled pleasantly. Lao Ye, why so formal? Although... When Hung Lao was sloppy at doing his job, he was a master at cozying up to people. Hearing these words, he quickly moved to take advantage, changing to a more familiar form of address. Further, moreover, he poured out an unceasing torrent of complaints to his newly acknowledged brother. Lao Wang Zhao took out a box of cigarettes, lit one, and passed it to Wang Hung Lao. At the same time, he took a look at Tao Ren to send him and Lang Kuo to take a look at the scene. It was someone he knew. It was absolutely someone he knew. Wang Hung Lao talked nonsense to Lao Wang Zhao for about the time it took to smoke a cigarette and only then got down to business. His small eyeballs rolled widely. Look at this place. It's so complicated that an outsider coming in wouldn't be able to find north if you fart in your own home your neighbors will smell what you ate for lunch how could a outsider dare to commit a murder lao la 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 di i think he's like joking with his name or something la la di you're an expert do you think that makes sense at a sensitive time like this, what Wang Hung Lao most didn't want to see was a roving criminal mugging and killing people in his jurisdiction. So he was desperately sticking it to, it was something he knew, a personal dispute, quote, end quote. Lao Wang Zhao didn't pick up the thread of his conversation. He plucked off his sunglasses and hung them from his collar, narrowing his eyes and looking at the bustling medical examiners, then casually dodged. I'm just a child of an official. 
I'm in this to make a living. How could I pass myself as an expert with you? Who isn't in this to make a living? Wang Hung Lao spread out his hands despairingly. Let's go. We'll take a look too. The newly established Making a Living Club thereupon went side by side onto the scene. There was a young man with a crew cut and glasses, sending spit flying as he introduced the circumstances to Tao Ren and Lan Kuo. The above-mentioned young man was very tall. His face was covered in acne. His posture was straight and stiff like a coffin board cut into a human shape. Shape. His speech was dreadfully fat. This is our newly arrived Zhang Zhang. I know, I said that wrong. Xiao 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 Hai Yang. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Wang Hung Lao introduced, pointing. He was a brilliant student. Got first in the written exam when he tested it. Xiao Xiao, this is the city bureau's Captain Lao. Xiao Hai Yang subconsciously puffed out his chest and raised his head like he was standing to attention. He clenched his lower jaw tightly, nodded stiffly at Lao Wing Zhao, and greeted him reticently. Captain Lao. No need to be polite, said Lao Wang Zhao, smiling at him. Keep talking. It seemed that his words had pressed a button on the just now reticent. I'm saying that right, right? Xiao, Shang, Xiao, Xiao, Xiao Hai Yang. In an instant, words came surging out of his mouth like a downpour, flooding all the people in front of him. <clears throat> there were. No defensive wounds on the victim's body, but there was an injury on the back of his head made with a blunt instrument. My preliminary judgment is that he was knocked out from behind, then asphyxiated with a piece of cloth. After death, his belongings were taken and a strip of paper was put on his head. Because the victim was unconscious while he was strangled, there were no signs of struggles left at the scene. The cord used to strangle the victim, the blunt object that caused the injury to the head, and so on, have not been found. At present, there there is no definitive evidence to show that this is the scene of the crime. Report complete. At first, it was going fine, but when the last sentences came out of his mouth, Wang Hung Lao's face turned green at the sound. If there's no evidence, to, then what are you talking nonsense for? This, if this isn't the scene of the crime, then where is... Has the body been dumped? What, 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 why would someone want to dump a body here. What's the benefit? Don't confuse the matter with your random guesses. Xiao Hai Liang looked at him at a loss. I was only saying there was a possibility. Wang Hang Lao wanted to keep raging, but was blocked by Lao Wang Zha. Children who just started work all have rather a lot of thoughts. Listening to them can be pretty interesting. He looked at the surroundings. The whole West Flower Market District had an Overcast feeling, confused and disoriented, disordered, power lines hung low overhead, cutting down one of Yang City's rare sunny days to nothing. It was very depressing. Ask around, maybe someone heard something, said Lao Wang Zhao. 
Besides that, I think director Wang's instinct is generally accurate. Let's not consider extreme circumstances for now and direct the course of the investigation towards the crime being committed by an acquaintance. Lao Gi, does that work for you? Although Lu Laodi's arrival had been ill-omened, his style of speaking and doing business suited Wang Hang Lao's ideas. The two sides fit together, achieving a maximum savings on communications costs. What came after would be an endless investigation and interviews, which was all work of the crime police lackeys. It had nothing to do with the quote-unquote coaches. Their main task was to return to the sub-bureau office to sit and drink tea while they observed the progress of their work, waiting to grab Wang Hung Lao's pigtails. But Tao Ren quietly said to Lao Wang Sao, Chief, you go ahead. I want to stay and go around with them. Tao Ren's name was gentle and refined. He was delicate-featured. He never got angry with anyone, never used coarse language. With his colleagues and foes alike, he was all life-giving spring breezes and rain. He seemed very good-natured, but Lao Wang Zhao had worked alongside him since just after graduation. So he understood him all too well. Tao Ren had a kind of earnestness and stubbornness incompatible with the current era. He didn't care very much about other things. Anyway, if the sky came falling down, there was Lao Wang Zhao to hold it up. But while investiga- investigating a case, if there was anything suspicious, he would chase it down to the very end, whether it was his responsibility or not. The victim was knocked out from behind, said Lao Wing Zhao. If it was a mugger, it wouldn't be worth it to strangle him. The likelihood um, of a personal dispute is great. Wang Haolang's basic judgment isn't wrong. What's the problem? The body had already been put into a body bag and removed by the medical examiners. Tao Ren said, It's in the shoes. No one cleans up here. If you aren't careful, you'll step in the mud. But I just opened the body bag to have a look. The child's shoes are clean. Lao Wing Zhao raised his eyebrows slightly. Of course, it's possible that because the victim lived nearby, he was familiar with the area, said Tao Ren. But I think the sub-bureau's little glasses was right. We can't eliminate the possibility that this isn't the first crime scene. Besides, that piece of paper stuck to the victim's head is strange. Wen Zhao, what if this thing isn't so simple? I'm afraid Director Wang will be in a hurry to cover it up and won't be willing to investigate properly. Is there any need to be afraid? Lao Wing Zhao sighed. He obviously wants to cover it up. As long as he had some basis for suspicion, Wang Hung Lao could quickly use his official seal to put out a statement saying that this case had arisen from a private dispute, not some strangling killer like the alarmists on the internet were saying. If 
There were no antics. After a few days, people would get bored and forget about it. Once events had gone by, they could then say the flower market district's director made an outstanding contribution towards the success of the city's such and such distinguished gathering. As for the case, you'd find some errand running little criminal police man to slowly investigate. If they found something, they'd catch the criminal. If they didn't, they'd cover it up. After enough covering up, if it all came to nothing, they could leave the matter unresolved. This was Wang Hung Lao's style of doing business. Otherwise, Director Zhang wouldn't have especially sent Lao Wang Zhao. A child came from far off to our city and died in a strange place among strangers, said Tao Ren. It doesn't matter why. We have to account for it. Lao Wing Zhao tilted his head and looked into his eyes for a couple seconds. Tao Ren quickly added another sentence. So I feel uneasy and want to go along to look to ensure no unexpected issues arise. Lao Wing Zhao smiled. In all these years... I've taken responsibility for all the unexpected issues that have arisen for you, and I haven't seen you pledge yourself. Tao Ren was unconcerned. He jokingly scolded, get along with you. He turned to go, but Lao Wang Zhao called him to a stop. Wait, this morning, it was Fei Du who sent you those flowers, right? Who else could it be, said Tao Ren, not caring much. Lao Wing Zhao stuck his hands in his pockets and looked at his toes, seeming to be searching for a topic. If I said to you, stay away from that brat, would you think I was meddling? No, you don't really think he means it. Tao Ren smiled. He's always like this. He's just having fun. Never mind that I'm not gay, even if I was bent as a hoop. Lao Wing Zhao lightly interrupted him. Even if you were gay, should that little whelp be dancing attendance on you? Tao Ren stared, but before he could pick out the feeling behind these words, Lao Wing Zhao went on. I'm not talking about his drinking and partying, and I'm not saying he's a weirdo. It's not on that level. Fei Du has just always given me a not very good feeling. You understand what I mean? I understand, Tauren nodded. He was thin and delicate and looked easy to bully. Because of this, he always wore his uniform to work. The morning sun came over the low walls and the moss gently surrounded him with light. I've been watching him for the last seven years. Fedu is a good child. You don't have to be on guard against him. Though just now he's overcompensating. He's gone a little overboard. Lao Wing Zhao didn't answer. Tao Ren changed the subject. Also, who was it back then who wanted to give him something and felt too uncomfortable to put his name on it and went to such great pains to get him a handheld game console from abroad and made me go away. Lao Wing Zhao interrupted him expressionlessly. Shut up and get to work. 
I'm not gonna lie, I like lost steam halfway through this because I'm actually recording this at midnight and I think my brain is dying. But anyways, thanks for listening. And if this is your first time listening to it, I did record the first and second chapters. So you can always look back to that or list if you're really interested, which I recommend. This is a really good crime novel based in China. Um, so it's a really fresh take, I would say, and really interesting to read about. And uh, I'll link the fan translation um, in my summary box. Hopefully, you can see that wherever you're reading this or wa- I'm listening to this. And yeah, I'll, I should mention when at some point, when you know our main lead, I guess. What? What? Oh my God! When Lang Zhao, La Wang Zhao. Oh my God! I'm so bad with names. I apologize for all these names, by the way. Sin- sincerely, he says to um. Wang Heng Lao at some point when they first meet, oh like, gay right? He uses the word gay to like familiarize himself. So that's um, it'll be in the footnotes if you're reading it. But it's um basically the way Chinese language can use to call people brother or sister to um sound more familiar with each other. So that's just a brief explanation, and I. I mentioned this in the beginning, but I plan to do the whole first book. So, if hopefully you like this, then keep listening. That'd be really nice. And if you think this is interesting, feel free to uh, follow, I guess, and uh, share this around. I do not know why my my apartment's making weird creaks at night in the midnight. <laughs> um. Anyways, so good night and uh, good morning. <laughs> Thanks for listening again. 